When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. back for another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review on apple Podcasts. plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is you can to support us here at the lakers fast break it is truly appreciated this is gerald glassford laker tom Sean Grice, a.k.a. The Magic Man, and Spencer Young from Basketball University on Medium.com. But I wanted to ask you this, Spencer, while I got you here, moving on here at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. Mr. Dennis Schroeder finally got the contract. Not quite the one he he was thinking about because he was initially offered a four-year, $84 million contract by the Lakers, but unfortunately turned that down because he was thinking he was going to bet on himself. Well, I'm here in Vegas, and I could clearly tell you a lot of people come into this town betting on themselves, and they go home losers, which is why the hotels are so big in this town. (laughs) So I ask you, my friend, obviously, he miscalculated. I don't know if it was him, his agent, you know, whatnot, maybe his skateboard, because he was caught skateboarding the other day just before he, he said yes to the contract. But I want to hear your thoughts. He did sign a one-year, five-point-nine deal, five-point-nine million-dollar deal with Boston. He's going to be their starting point guard. We'll see what kind of things he can do to resurrect his career to a point where maybe he can get paid next year. But he's I mean, going to start. Did, did, did that been announced? Well, it's either him or Peyton Pritchard. So you tell me. No, it's really Mark Smart. It could be Marcus Smart, but Marcus Smart is the logical one to start at point guard. He's not. He's a wing player that plays ex- excellent defense. He does a little bit of playmaking, and then he has a very shaky shot. So you tell me, right? But all of the I, I, I was I just had listened uh, two days ago to uh, <laughs> on Sirius XM to a Boston Celtics broadcasters talking about it, and their whole discussion was smart or Dennis. I think that's your backcourt right there. I think that's going to be your backcourt right there. And that, because if you have your, if you have those two and then you have obviously Tatum, uh, you know, and you just have, you have the two wing players who are so good for that team. And then you can throw in a center. I mean, that'll make him the competitive. I mean, that's probably the best you're going to get in Boston right now. But I mean, your thoughts on, on Dennis Schroeder. I mean, this is what happens in the marketplace, but 
Will this be a teaching tool? I mean, we've now seen Nerlens Noel with his mistake. We've now seen Dennis Schroeder with his mistake. Do you see this as a teaching tool for NBA players down the road? Um, I don't, actually. And, um, I mean, so Dennis Schroeder, obviously somewhere along the line or somewhere, you know, in his thought process, he made a huge mistake. But, he, I mean, he demanded the start, and then he got offered a max extension. So if he just took the max extension, then I, I just – I don't know why he didn't take it. Maybe because his agent told him that, like, with inflation, he wasn't actually getting a raise. I heard that. I also think he probably went to free agency thinking he had the Lakers in a bird's right trap where, I mean, we said it all the time that we couldn't replace Dennis Schroeder, so we're going to have to overpay him. Obviously, a couple phone calls later with Russell Westbrook, everything changed now. And then the marketplace, like, obviously dictated that no one wanted him as a starting point guard. But no, I don't think people are going to stop betting on themselves. That's just what happens in the NBA a lot of times. Go ahead, Laker Tom. I had to mute it because it's uh, bouncing mm-hmm. off time to time on your on your speaker. So I just want to go no, ahead. I, was just saying, I, I, I agree with uh, Spencer that it it's an outlier. And then, uh, first off, Dennis understood, I think, pretty clearly that there is a risk. You know, you turn down an offer like that. I mean, you know, he's... He's known about these other offers that were turned down by guys where it was a mistake. And uh, he gambled on it. And and frankly, you know, it's not as heartbreaking as it seems because remember, Dennis got just got paid $16 million for three years from Oklahoma City. Um, and he's still going to get another shot next year. <laughs> so if he does well, he's going to, you know, he's going to miss out on maybe making $10 million this year, but he's not going to lose $80 million because that was a contract for four years and he's going to have three years after that. Now, if he screws up or gets injured, that could be a real problem for him. But if he goes out there and plays well and he should have the playing time and the opportunity and the publicity for doing it with the Celtics because they're a big market team like the Lakers and there's going to, there's going to be a lot of action around there and there'll be a lot of people will see how he plays. So he can make it up. And I think that, you know, every time every time players have to make one of these decisions, they're, I'm sure their agent tells them, you know, listen, there's a chance that the market just could bounce funny, you know. The Lakers could go out and sign Chris Paul or, Dena, or uh, Russell Westbrook, and all of a sudden they won't need you. And then, and then all of a sudden everybody else, you know, could go to different musical chairs and you could end up be standing when the music ends. But it's not going to be the end of the world for him. It's not as bad as like Isaiah Thomas or or Boogie, who both ended up getting injured so that they couldn't cash in on those big deals that were were tentatively being offered to them at that point in time. And Nerlens Noel, you know, just came back. I, didn't didn't Nerlens get ten million dollars? I think from the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, it's not what he that's really. That's a, that's a double raise for him. So he's starting now to get back to a point. And then a lot of the problems that Nerland's had were really related to the devaluation of the center position, you know. I mean, they were paying centers just nothing, you know. And there's still some good centers out there or good prospects out there that are, aren't getting paid anything. So I don't, think it's, I don't think it affects how the players move going forward. Most guys are going to bet on themselves. Although, you know, you, you, you find guys like Harold who bet on themselves last time, decided to take the solid $10 million this time. 
not bet on themselves. By the way, Spencer, the reason why I like to go ahead and forget about Josh Richardson, because unfortunately, Josh Richardson has unfortunately forgot about playing basketball the past couple of years. So uh, I've, I've tried to put him on my fantasy team thinking he's going to explode and it just doesn't happen. It happened for one year and then it's kind of faded, but he's still living off that reputation up to where you're probably right. He'll get that starting spot ahead of Schroeder. And, yeah, the size-wise, they're going to have a problem issues with size anyways during the rest of the season. But, yeah, Schroeder makes it a little bit worse if that's the case. But I'm sure he's not going to be a happy guy coming off the bench either, either which way. For the contract reasons or the fact that he's just coming off the bench, that would you know I know he's not going to like that. But we'll see what he can do. But – yeah, these decisions that they make, these players, these agents that they come to, and sometimes you got to go ahead and grab the easy money. You just got to go ahead and grab the easy money when it's there. But, you know, you live and you learn. And hopefully, you know, he'll get another contract, decent contract like Nerlens Noel did. He'll never be able to recoup that money, Nerlens Noel and Dennis Schroeder, but maybe they can get 10 to $15 million here with a good season. Maybe next year's free agency, Dennis Schroeder can get paid somewhat commensurate to what he was paid for for, and maybe finish out career with a nice salary. But these guys are being paid millions of dollars, so I cannot feel too sorry for them. Right, Sean? Not so much, Gerald. Not so much. It's it's a, a, what did Kanye West say? It's a good life. It's a good life. So just going back to – just to put it in context, it, I agree with Tom and, and, and yourself. Isaiah Thomas did get jobbed. He got jobbed by a couple scenarios. Uh, life threw a couple curveballs at that man, and I wish him well on his recovery because I'm sure he's still grieving over the loss of his sister that happened during that tumultuous time in his life. But Boogie really got screwed by the Sacramento Kings. When they traded him, he he was going to take a significant pay cut. That's ultimately what screwed Boogie. Den- like, just going back to Dennis, I mean, Tom's right. He'll probably recoup some of that money, but he's not going to get an offer like that again. Joe Smith turned down $80 million from the Warriors. And the next year on Philly, he was making $2.6 million. Bonzi Wells turned down $35 million guaranteed from the Kings. He wound up making $2 million bucks the next year and was out of the league the following year. Guys make decisions all the time. Spencer's right. I, I don't think a cautionary tale is going to stop the next guy from possibly betting on himself and flying too close to the sun. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoopheads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com. 
with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. We'll see what happens again with Dennis, if he can finally uh, get some type of reimbursement, maybe in next year's free agency when he goes back into free agency. But we'll see what happens there. But guys, before we hit the all-time top 10 Lakers, and once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everybody out there listening and watching to our program. I want to talk about Marcus Saul to finish out this part of the conversation. And I'll start with Laker Tom, because Marcus Saul, I know you first were the one that was really applauding the move most to get Marcus all in here at the time, if I remember correctly, not, not how it ended up. And I'm just saying at first you were, you were a lot higher on it than myself and especially not magic man, because I will go back in time if you, because magic man, he was really against this, uh, you know, getting Marcus all because of what he saw in the bubble playoffs. And that was really a disappointing effort right there. So yes. <laughs> You said JR starts, uh, Magic Man. There you go, right? JR starts on the varsity golf team for North Carolina A&T. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> okay, I just wanted sure. to ask to make sure. Yeah, sure, right there. Okay. But I wanted to ask you this, Tom. When it comes to Marcus All, two questions. Is he going to be on the team when the season starts? And will he be on the team when the season ends? I think that the first question, the answer is, Yes, he'll be gone from the team, which answers the second question. No, he won't be there at the end of the year either. But he's uh, going to be there at the start of the season. No, I don't think he's going to be there at the start of the season. I okay. think that the Lakers will waive him or trade him. Okay. Um, and I think that they're, and I think they will bring in another center. And I wouldn't mind if it was Boogie. Uh, my initial reaction to Mark was at least getting a guy who would shoot. Unfortunately, like Alex Caruso, he's afraid to shoot reluctant to shoot, hesitant to shoot. Um, and that's a big problem because if if you only make, if you can't make at least one three a game, then you aren't going to have any gravity. Nobody's going to go out there and really, you know, try to prevent that. In fact, I think most of the time when they go out to guard Mark, they're just trying to keep him from passing the balls because he's never going to shoot it when he's covered by somebody unless the shot clock is running out. Yeah. Um, I was in favor of the move of bringing back Dwight because we needed some physicality at center and we needed somebody who can protect the rim. Um, But Mark doesn't do that. And it makes it very hard when you have two centers who can't play defense the same way, because then all of a sudden everybody else that you put out on the court with them has to figure out, Oh, okay, this is, this is, this is Mark. So we're playing this kind of defense, or this is Dwight. We're playing this kind of defense, you know, or, does somebody have my back when I go out and guard this guy on the perimeter to prevent him from shooting the three? And it's much easier if you've got, you know, you know, AD is going to protect the rim. You know, Dwight's going to protect the rim. Um, I was really sad to hear that uh, that the Kings signed Damian Jones to a contract because I thought he would have been a perfect center to go in there and, and fill that role. And I still, I still think they will get a third center. I would be happy with Boogie. Uh, I would be happy with somebody who was a good defensive center and so forth. Um, I'm, I just, you know, I, I think that, I think it was telling that they tried to trade Caruso and Gasol in one move. I've never heard yet from anybody whom they were trying to acquire from, from the Timberwolves for them. But uh, we saw what happened with Caruso. And I think we're going to see something similar to that happen with 
with uh, Mark. I haven't read that anywhere. That's just my opinion. Well, it was funny because, like I said, I mentioned the day he announced that he was going to come back to Lakers. He put up a donut against Team USA. In fact, Team Gasol put up a donut against Team USA. So not quite exactly the way two Hall of Famers are. I mean, they're aged. They're aged, and they haven't aged well. Uh, and uh, I think it's about closing time uh, for both those guys. So I, I, I'm hoping that the Lakers will maybe be able to work out something I mean, they've got three second-round picks now from that trade. Not just two, but three from the trade with Westbrook. So that we got an initial one there. So maybe they can throw that Oklahoma City's way, you know, because they're all about draft picks there. But I wanted to ask you this, uh, Spencer, real quick, on Marcus Saul. I mean, do you feel the same way that Laker Tom does? Do you think he's going to be gone before the season, or do you think he's going to be gone by the end of the season? Uh, neither, honestly. Um, I know Laker Tom wants AD to start at the five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, actually. I just I, I saw what they did with JaVale McGee, where they have like a two shift player, the Olympian JaVale McGee. Yeah, so I, I really think there's a decent chance Marcus all plays like six, seven, eight minutes to start the first half and second half. I'm fine with it. I thought he was bad to start the season, but around the time where the Andre Drummond rumors got real, I thought he was actually pretty good. Andre um, made him look better. <laughs> he also he also started to shoot the ball too. You know that was a difference. When he lost his starting job and came back, he actually got really aggressive and took like five threes in two or three games in a row, um, and that. That's really made the difference in in the kind of impact that he could have. But you know, is it consistent? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Well, Benny's a year older now. You know. Yeah. I mean, he's consistent, but he's just low volume. I mean, it's fine though. If he if he's the spot starter, I prefer him over Dwight because I think Dwight 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 Westbrook lineup is going to be like a Ben Simmons. Dwight yeah. and those killed yeah. his pictures, so I wouldn't do Dwight that. realistically could get two fouls and a Tatum go within the first 90 seconds of a game. Yeah. Frank, Frank very well could do exactly what Spencer's saying. We yeah. all knew that. And we all think that it's going to be the case. I do not think that they will start Anthony Davis either at the five. Yes, is it really? In existence, he's going to start Anthony Davis at the five because it was LeBron's decision. Well, let's hope that's the case. I'm hoping that that's the case, Tom. I really don't want them to start their traditional center, you know, and put up Gasol there, but we'll wait and see. Magic Man, did you have any thoughts on this? I mean, you were the one that was originally, before anyone else, I was with you, but I was not as adamant on it. So I'm going to be clear on that. I didn't like the move, but I didn't absolutely hate the move like you did. You absolutely hated the move, could not stand the move. You were, I mean, I was more negative on the, the Montrez Trail, uh, Montrez Harold signing. That to me was kind of a waste on, on money. And fortunately, with for Harold and the Lakers, it didn't work out. But I want to hear your thoughts on this, my friend. I mean, do you expect Gasol to be there? And do you expect Gasol to be there by the end? Do you, do you expect him to be gone by training camp? Or do you expect him to be gone maybe after the trade deadline? Oh, yeah. I, you know what, Gerald? You know, I think that's a 50-50 proposition right now. Whether You got to give me an answer, man. Yes or no? Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'll, I'll go with Tom. I'll, I'll say no. I think you can 
you can throw a second rounder as a sweetener on top of his salary dump to a team and, and they'd accept that. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. As, as you well, said, that's here. 5 million. That's 5 million on your cap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think if you trade, if you, if you found the right team, for example, I mean, if uh, the Raptors would take him for sure, they would take him back. Um, okay. The T will, the T wolves were were named as an example. I could see them. I could see a team like oh god, what's one of the near to well? I well, OKC. Yeah. So I mean, they I, just I took don't... Derek Favors. Oh, OKC take almost anybody. They're like and, a store. Yeah, they just buy themselves. And I got to be honest, I I kind of. I think David Fisdale kind of got a raw deal in Memphis now, seeing how Marcus Gasol just turns down open shots. I mean, they said this guy detested European big men, but no, what he detested was guys turning down good shots. And I, I think that's that's what he helped Chris Bosch accomplish in Miami. Uh, he gained a reputation for that. And in Memphis, yeah, Mark Gasol did develop a three. But like Tom said, he, he, he takes enough that he should – he makes enough that he should take more. And he's never done that consciously. It's it, like Tom says, like 99 times out of 100 basketball possessions, he's going to pass. Well, he, should have, he should have emulated Boogie or, or – uh... Brooke Lopez, you know, guys who, who just like he did develop the three point shot and just chuck in their career, but realize that it doesn't matter if I just make one a game or take two or three a game, you got to take 10 a game, seven or eight or nine or 10 a game and make three or four of them a game to really have an impact. Otherwise, you're an afterthought defensively for the other team. Plus, also on the defensive end, it's hard for him to go ahead and chase down, especially when you see them go ahead and, and yeah. these other teams spread out. I mean, he has trouble getting over to the wing, getting over to the ends. So, yeah, it's really hard for him at his age. Plus, he you know he carries around a lot of weight. He's one of the heaviest players in the NBA. People, have and we're not going to run. He's not going to be an addition. He's yeah. not going to be a rim runner with no. Westbrook and and no. LeBron and AD. Yeah, he's just going to slow him down. Whereas even Howard could zip and outrun the other guy down to the end of the court. Yeah. Definitely yeah. AD net is a big advantage. I think that's one of the biggest reasons not to start him. Yeah. Aside from the shooting and spacing issue is the pace issue. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options.
I'm just hoping you're right, Laker Tom, and he is not there. It just seems like it's it's best for all party concerned. If you want to go ahead and win a championship, he may not be the best fit. But Magic Man, any last thoughts on Marcus All? Thank you very much. Your brother gave us two championships. You tried to help us win one. Best of luck on the road ahead. You make it to the trade deadline and we'll give him a ring. <laughs> but guys, cannot thank you enough. Appreciate everybody watching and listening to us right here once again. Hopefully another great season ahead right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.